Welcome to Our Story, a podcast where ordinary people share extraordinary stories. My name is Atherva, and today I'm joined by Cesar Davila. What's up, Cesar? Hey, how's it going, Atherva? Long time no see you. No talk, man. It's been a while. It has been a while. It has been a while. <laughs> what did you say, about two years now? Too long. How about that? Too long. That's um, accurate. You, you, you moved out to Buffalo, and you forgot about your friends, man. That's not cool, but I know you... You got bigger fish to fry out there, so I respect it. Definitely didn't forget about my friends, that's for sure. Well, but I guess you're mean, right, it's been too long. <laughs> you're calling me, so I guess you haven't completely forgotten about it, right? So I'll give you that. <laughs> I, could ne- I could never forget you, and here's why. <laughs> we'll find out very soon. Yeah, so, so sorry, for folks that don't know uh, you or have not had the pleasure of being in your presence, um, if they were to look up your name in Wikipedia, what would that first paragraph say? <laughs> you know what? I actually I listened to your first podcast, man. I mean, it's pretty good, by the way. Uh, for anyone who's who's uh, wondering, listen to all of them. But uh, I, I had a feeling you were going to ask me that same question that you asked your first guest, and I was thinking about it, like if you did ask me, what would I say? And um, then I started to overthink it, dude. I was like, well, if if I had a Wikipedia, that means I'd have to be famous, so I'd have to think about what I'm famous for. Uh, and then, then I started thinking, well, if I did my own art Wikipedia by myself, then I'd be narcissistic. So ultimately, I like I, I kept thinking about it, and I just ult- I, really, I would just hope that somebody would write a Wikipedia about me and say that I was um, a good person, more good than bad, anyways. Fifty-one forty-nine. Um, that I was a funny guy. That I'm good at sports, somewhat competent, decent looking. You know, just all the basic good stuff. That would be well, if, if I were to write it, it would definitely include all of those. But that 59-49 would be more of like 90-10. Oh, man. It's, all, it's because you've only known me for a couple of years, man. You have no idea. But I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the love. By the way, mm-hmm. um, don't think I forgot, but happy birthday, man. Oh, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. It is your birthday, right? Like Facebook's still lying to me? Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> so you're telling me Facebook <laughs> told you? Well... I guess I gave it away. Huh? Well, <laughs> yeah, well, yes, Facebook gave it away, but I was I was just hoping it was right because some people like to just put random dates so they don't get they don't like the attention, and so I wanted to hold off until now to tell you happy birthday, and I'm glad I'm right. Hey, I appreciate it, buddy. So for folks that don't know, uh, our friendship started in Albuquerque, the 505. Yes, um, and for the folks that are not from there, like the first impression is like Breaking Bad or there's a second group of people that are like, oh, High School Musical. Like that's what people know about Albuquerque. Growing up there, what would you describe Albuquerque as? Yeah, man. So, I mean, Albuquerque to me has always been home. I've, I've been here basically my whole life and uh, it's been a great place to me. I know a lot of people that live here aren't a big fan and they always talk about how how crappy this place is. But, you know, I've, I've always enjoyed um the weather, the food, the people—it's—it's uh, it's a beautiful place. I mean, I would—I actually don't want people to come out here because I don't want it to be overpopulated. So I'm gonna just tell you, it's terrible. It's full of meth heads over here. A lot of crime. People are dying daily. Uh, but it's a beautiful place. I—I could tell you, it's definitely a hidden secret of the United States. Like when I moved out there, I didn't know what to expect, and I couldn't have loved that place more. Like you said, it's the perfect weather. Great people, great food, uh, just like a perfect balance of everything. 
Yeah, man, I, I was actually really sad that you that you moved away because you fit in. You, you were very, very easygoing, great person to, to hang out with. And you love the outdoors, man. I remember, <laughs> and I, I regret this now, but you would invite me basically every weekend to go camping somewhere, go hike someplace. And I would be like, yeah, man, yeah, hit me up. And then on the day of, you'd be like, hey, so you still want to go? And I'd just ignore your phone calls. And I feel bad. And it was kind of what's part of that 49% that's bad about me. Um, and I regret it now. I wish I had taken you up on those offers. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, you you, you were in the right spot for all those adventurous things that you did. Hope you enjoyed it. I wish I could have done it with you. It's not too late. We could still do it. And yeah, we did go on. on yeah, we did go on a couple <laughs> adventures quite a we few did. times. So we did. I wouldn't say it's all all uh, ignored. <laughs> but you're right. I used to go <laughs> do something every weekend as much as I could. And uh, the part where you said, like, uh, you kind of fit in. And I have to say it was, like, a big part because of you. Like, folks that don't know you, um, I, like, if I were to describe you, I would say you're, like, you're the glue of the friend group. Uh, everyone that hung out, at, like, the centerpiece was Sasan. Uh, was that always like you? Like, did you, were you always, like, uh, gravitated to, like, a people person? Like, how did you hold such a big friend group for, like, for so long? And uh, like for folks that don't know, we were on the same kickball team together. We played soccer together. We played volleyball together. We won a championship together. So how did oh, that yeah. come about? I love how you added the championship together because it's true. We're champions, baby. <laughs> no, no, but always. Uh, um, th- it wasn't by choice that I that I uh, got all these people to hang out together. Um, there was a friend of mine named Matt. You, I don't think you ever met him. It's not the Matt that you're thinking of. He, uh, he used to run all these different teams, like soccer, kickball. He moved to Arizona, and I knew that uh, if he didn't do it, nobody was going to do it. Uh, and we would all just stop hanging out, because as you get older, people start making their own lives, having kids. So I knew that if I wanted to keep hanging out with these fools, I would have to take over. And so I ended up doing that, and from there it grew from just kickball to soccer to volleyball and other things and um so I just kept doing it really but it's been fun you know it's it's I've gotten to meet a lot of new people like you and and Van Avermate and Katya and all those people and so it's been a really cool experience to to uh, hang out with my friends that I've known forever and also meet new people that I've grown to uh, be friends with and so it's been and I, I it's not that I like people but I'm very adaptable like I I can hang out with someone that um, from different cultures and and just kind of like blend in with them because I'm an easygoing guy. I like to think so, anyways. But yeah, that's that's basically the the gist of that. Yeah, for sure. And the folks that don't know uh, the name set uh, he just mentioned, we were all uh, expats to Albuquerque, and so sorry, kind of took us uh, under the wing and uh, kind of made us into the family. And the friend group that you're talking about that you grew up with, like, how long did you know these guys? Like, how long were you friends with, like, Blaze, Chia, and, uh, you know, all those guys that were, like, the OGs? Yeah, so uh, different times, right? So uh, Manny, Manuel, I've known him since we were in kindergarten. So we've known each other literally literally for, like, 26, 27 years. Uh, Chia, I met him in middle school. Blaze I met uh, in college uh, when we were playing soccer together. So there's different stages in my life when I've 
when I've met these people, but yeah, these are, these are the, you, you meet good people and you, um, you try to hold on to them because uh, those are hard to come by. And so these are, I've, I've associated myself and I've been lucky enough to hold some really good friends, really, really uh, decent people that, that I hope consider me friends to them. They definitely do. And like good people attract good people. And like I said, you were definitely in the centerpiece of all that. Uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit about growing up in Albuquerque. You kind of uh, touched upon it a little bit, but is it, how different is it from say like what you see as like a U.S. family or like growing up on the U.S. on like a television show? Um, would you say it's like an all American town or does it have its nuances? Like what's unique about the 505? Well, I, I can only speak to like how I grew up, right? So, um. By the way, did you were you born there? No, no, actually, I was, I was born in Mexico. Um, I was born in a in a big city uh, named it's called Leon, Guanajuato. Leon, it's Spanish for lion. And uh, my dad, like, um, rest in peace. He passed away a couple years ago, but he uh, he brought me over at like one years old. He literally crossed the like the the river, the Rio Grande River, and uh, illegally brought me over here for a better life. And uh, forever, forever uh, grateful, indebted to him. I told him many times when he was alive that he he uh, definitely changed my life for the for the better. Um, and and yeah, so I mean we we started off. We grew up poor, and you know my dad worked a lot, uh, hardest worker I've ever known. And, you know, he never, you know, obviously now you look back and I never missed a meal. And if you can, if, you, if people who know me know I definitely had more than enough meals. Um, but <laughs> I, I never really thought of myself as poor because they gave me everything I needed. And, uh, you know, we were just, this is a small little Mexican family, brother, sister, mom and dad. And so for me, I had a great childhood. I had no no complaints and could I have had more of course but I could have had less so I, I think of it more as a glass, glass half full than half empty um, mm -hmm. but I mean honestly compared to, to the to the tv shows you've seen it was nothing like that but you know it wasn't anything bad I I went to public school um, and that's where I met some of my best friends so I mean that's it's it's just an ordinary life here in Albuquerque uh, but I don't know how you compare it to like a TV show, to be honest with you. Albuquerque, like when I first moved out there, there was only two impressions of that place. And like I said, they were through Breaking Bad or mm. High School Musical. <clears throat> and I wanted to like show like that is not what Albuquerque is. Like people don't understand the culture that's there, how diverse it is. Um, so. You know, you said your family <laughs> migrated from Mexico. I've met those a lot of met like a lot of Native American people there, yeah. uh, a lot of lot of diversity and just the culture there is so rich that you know i don't think people fully understand that dude the food you can't get better food than, than here in new mexico man uh i know you have a lot of friends out there in the east coast new mexican food is where it's at guys i'm telling you uh throw up a I, can <laughs> I, can <laughs> I can vouch for that are you a green or red chili person i'm a christmas person for those that don't know it means both red and green on top of everything everything and anything hey uh yeah. quick question man because you were talking about I, I get the breaking bad but what's it i don't even know what you what you mean by high school musical what's that all about i don't even know how that relates to albuquerque 
High School Musical took place in Albuquerque. Like the actual show? No, like the movie itself. Like oh, it's a movie. I had to like, oh, you know what High School High School Musical is? Come on. I don't. I mean, I've heard of it, but I thought it was a show. But it's a movie. Okay. It's a musical. It's like a. It's what like Zac Efron, like Vanessa Hutchins, like back in the day. That's what like they became famous for. It was based in Albuquerque. That's what it said. Yeah. Oh shit! No, am I allowed to cuss on here? Sorry, I didn't mean to say shit. If I can't say shit. I'm no worries. No times. worries. Okay, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know how this whole thing works, so sorry. It's all good. This is going great. <laughs> hey, and I wanted to kind of expand on one point. You you mentioned your father's story. And I wanted to share, uh, like, my experience with him. So this is me living in Albuquerque. I was by myself living there uh, with no other family, like, immediate family there. And I remember Uh over Thanksgiving break, I was going to be by myself pretty much. And you reached out to me specifically and said, you can't be by yourself on Thanksgiving. Come over to my house. And I was, like, taken aback. I was so grateful for that. But... The cherry on top was just like how much your entire family welcomed me with open arms. Like I didn't even feel like I wasn't part of the family. And to understand how big this family, it's not like four people or five people. We're talking about like 30 people in that house. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Man. And it was a small house, too. So we were all cramped. This is pre-coronavirus. So this is when, <laughs> this is when you can have a lot of people in the same space. And yeah, I mean, I was glad you uh, you decided to come. It was a, I, was, I had a yeah. good time with you there hopefully you did too yeah i mean it, it will all forever be as part of like one of my favorite memories in albuquerque and i haven't finished like i remember when it was ready to like get food uh like the whole family was like okay you go first and i was like me like why me <laughs> and like your dad was the one like he urged me and saying like you got food first and we actually sat at the same exact table i mean there were so many people there we had like what six seven tables there <laughs> Yeah. so i sat on the same table uh, as your dad and he was trying to like pronounce my name in the end we we agreed that my name was arturo so for him i was arturo <laughs> oh my goodness yeah i remember that that's hilarious <laughs> yeah and like we hit it off and it was just like such a down-to-earth person so welcoming and like i said i didn't even feel like i wasn't part of that family like we played games that night and it was so much fun and uh, it was just a simple fact that you reached out to me when I was living there by myself and said, come over. You can't be by yourself on Thanksgiving. That's honestly one of the best Thanksgivings I had. Very memorable. Oh, so man, awesome. I just want to say, yeah, I could say like a, a big thank you to you and also uh, your dad as well. Uh, you know, I have very fond memories. Yeah, and it's it's crazy that you say that because I I remember you sitting next to him and my dad, he's he, he used to be really um, – really hard-headed and he didn't like a lot of my friends and he was hard to to gain as a as a person that he would uh like and uh yeah you're he he did like you like there's still some of my friends that he still doesn't like or didn't like i should say but um but yeah he uh he he did like you so he he knew uh that you uh that you were a good good guy so that's awesome man yeah, well, that's awesome. Like, it, I'm so grateful for that day, and awesome. uh, your family as well. So ne- next time, and uh, when 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 we're po- when we're post coronavirus, you'll have to invite me to your Thanksgiving now to return the favor, and I'll I'll fly out there for you, and we'll have some turkey or, or whatever. Hey, open doors. I, I forgot you can't eat meat, right? Sorry, my bad. 
<laughs> hey, that's the other thing too. Like that day, like I told them I don't eat carne and they were like, okay, this doesn't have carne. This doesn't have carne. Like they were so respectful yeah. of that fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, speaking of COVID, man, how's how's life been during the the COVID times? I know everybody's talking about it, so I feel feel obligated to ask you how how life is uh, during these times with you. So I've been quarantined to my apartment, yeah. uh, but I've just been trying to stay creative and stay busy. I'm you know fortunate to work from home. I've um, got schoolwork, and then uh, just doing creative things on the side, uh, like this podcast and. I created a board game on this side. So, you know, just keeping busy. You know how you I am. You created a board game? I did create a board game, yeah. Wow, it's still in the concept phase, but I haven't I haven't built it out has yet. This, has this been discussed at all in any of your podcasts? Give, uh, give us some details, man. What's this board game all about? Uh, the best way I can describe it is, uh, have you ever played Civilization, the video game? I have not, no, sir. Okay, so it's kind of like that. Have you played Settlers of Catan, the board game? So, uh, no, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, 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 I about play, Risk. I've heard of it, yeah. But we'll go with we'll go with yes. Yeah, so you don't keep asking me board games I've never played. Go for it. Yes, I've heard, I've heard of it. Okay, so it's like a combination of those three. But that's like the top level of information I can give right now because, to be honest with you, uh, I haven't ironed out all the details yet. So, so you gave me uh, when it's ready, you'll be the first one to so know. You gave me nothing. I'll throw. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I, yeah, let me know. Let me know. We'll, we'll play uh, virtually or whatever. Is it going to be an online board yeah, game for- or is it going to be an actual like physical board game? Or is that still unknown still? Hey, if it becomes successful, I'm all for it going online one day. But right now, baby steps. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned, you know, you love sports and family. Right. Uh, what what other things are you passionate about? That's basically it, man. That's where my all my like all my passion goes to those two things and Taylor Swift, of course. Taylor Swift. Why Taylor Swift? Why Taylor do you really have to ask that question, Matherva? Come on, man. So we're talking about the the biggest oh people are gonna hate me for this because they I already talk about her nonstop all day, every day, but She's the, the, the greatest musician of our time. She's, uh, you know, our parents and our parents' parents, you know, they listen to the Beatles and Michael Jackson. We have Taylor Swift. Wow, you're comparing her to those great. Well, she, so well, how did that? Well, she's better love... than those people. Those are the closest thing to her. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> uh, have you ever met her in person? I have, yes. One time, actually. And I'm glad you asked that. It's like you set me up for this so I can brag about how I met Taylor Swift. Okay, tell me about it. <laughs> it's actually not that great of a story, but um, my my buddy uh, Chia, who we talked about earlier, he was supposed to go to Denver back in 2006. Hence the so notice 2006. That's 14 years ago. Um, he was supposed to go to uh, to a George Strait concert, and he had two tickets. He had bought a ticket, and a lot of people don't know this, but he had bought a ticket for his then girlfriend uh, at the time. Uh, something fell through. She couldn't make it or she didn't want to make it. They used to fight a lot. So probably that, that's probably what happened and she didn't want to go anymore. So he had to find someone to go with him to this concert. And um, and I was available. So we took uh, we took a road trip down to Denver. And uh, so it just so happened that uh, the person opening for Joy Strait was this little, um, I think she was 16 or 14. I don't know, something like that. 
14 year old girl named Taylor Swift and uh, she was awesome like no one knew who she was and people like the arena was still pretty empty at the time that she was playing but she was uh, wait wait so she was an opener for someone else yeah yeah this is when she was barely coming out um Oh, so you're a fan before she made it well, out. This is why this on the big this stage. Is why I became a fan. So she she was very she was very funny on stage and, and she had good music and and then she said, uh, "Well, hey guys, I'm Taylor Swift and I'm gonna be sending autographs um, upstairs uh, once I'm done." And so I was like, "Oh shit! Like let's go let's go take a picture with her and, and get some autographs." And so Chi and I went and we hung out with her for a little bit, took some pictures. Um, got an autograph and and from there she uh she stole my heart and and then she became this phenomenon and uh and yeah that was pretty cool wow i respect your love for taylor swift now i didn't even know about this story no, yeah man it's uh it's something that i that i hold dear to my heart and any chance i can get to uh, brag about it i do that's awesome so out of all Taylor Swift songs, which one do you think like resonates with you the most? <laughs> Ooh, see, I, I thought you were just gonna ask me what my favorite song was, but um, man, that's a hard one, man. Um, I don't know. Like, just think about her lyrics. Like, I'm trying to draw a parallel between you and her, and help me bridge that gap there. Well, it, it's hard to say because, like, so I'm. You know, with with Taylor Swift, she writes music about her life, and, and she it's like an autobiography, right? So I can't really relate to her because mm. she's she's this really um, skinny white girl from uh, Nashville that has gone through all these boy troubles, and I have n- nothing to relate to her on that aspect. But what I do respect is her art, her artistic abilities, and the way she plays guitar, uh, her lyric her lyric writing. Uh, her creativity uh, so I mean I can't I can't I wouldn't be able to tell you a song that I relate to of hers but if you listen to the song style from Taylor Swift oh it's just perfection man you know what do you know that song by chance I feel like I've heard it but I couldn't sing it back to you oh my goodness how does it go you want me to sing it to you I just want to hear you sing he goes no yeah. I'm not gonna come on man <laughs> well I feel like the way you described it means that you're probably musically inclined and you probably play music yourself. Is that correct? I'd like to think that I do. Yeah. Like I, I can pick up a guitar and I play, you know, a little bit of guitar, but I'm definitely not as talented as I wish I, as I wish I was and as talented as people think I am. How about that? Like, how about let us be the judge of that. Give me your best Taylor Swift song. Oh, I don't have my guitar. That you can me. play. Well, but I, I I can play most Taylor Swift songs because they're they're um the, the songs are are played through chord progressions. But um, I mean, I know so little about music. Like I don't even know what chord progression means. Oh, okay. Well, I mean that that'll be another another subject for another day. Then the third one because it looks like I'm way over your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just I kidding, man. Just joking with you. <laughs> But man, what uh? So you're telling. Oh, what's that? No, I said you're. So you're telling me you're not gonna sing for us? No, no, man. You know, I, I was I was told that I wouldn't be doing any singing today, so I, I'm gonna respect 
the what you told me was gonna happen today, so I'm sorry, I can't. Plus, I don't want to break the the phone, man. <laughs> no, hey, I don't remember telling you this, but all right, I respect what, that. What a lot of people also don't know about me is that I'm a I'm a massive liar. So a lot of the things I told you today are lies, by the way. Okay, so we need to <laughs> fact check this after this. Uh, I'm just messing. Hey, uh, speaking of music, though, um, do people do people know that um, that your Snapchat account is uh, is the same? Or a lot of people in India think that you are a famous musician. Yeah, so the story there is um, when Snapchat first came out, I'm talking about like the first few hundred users, like one of my friends, mutual friends, um, like knew someone who started this app. So I was like the, one of the first thousand subscribers to this app. <laughs> so my username is just my first name. It's just a Thurvo. And about a year goes by, two years go by, and Snapchat makes it really big. And there's a celebrity in India with my first name and not the same last name, of course. So one one day I just get like 10 random followers. I'm like, oh, it's probably a glitch. And it just like snowballs for I'm getting like thousands of new followers on Snapchat every single day. And all of a sudden, I start getting messages that say, like, hey, I'm your number one fan. Oh, please reply to my Snapchat. And just, like, random pictures of uh, these people that I've never met trying to, like, get answers from me. And you know how on Snapchat, when you open something, it, like, tells the user <laughs> that they've opened right, it? Right. And just the mere fact that I would open it and, like, screenshot these weird messages, it would just, like, make their day. Like, they would send me, like lines of thank you and like fan mail it was like my 15 minutes of fame but i'd never really earned it and see the problem with you is that you're too nice you're, you're too good of a person but i would have made those 15 minutes of fame and turned them into a lifetime of fame i would have uh started like actually um acting like i was this a guy and just communicated with these people and asked for for money in exchange for autographs and maybe even start a business out of it start making t-shirts and sending them out and create a own fan club. I mean, you could have really had a business opportunity here if they're you and you squandered it. So. I blew it. I blew it. Do you still get uh, people messaging you like today? Well, so I've added a filter where like you can't add me in unless like I'm, I allow it. Oh, so they can't okay. send me messages, but I still get new followers every day. <laughs> That is hilarious. Oh my goodness. Hey man, that's that's pretty cool though, man. Now you know at least for a little bit how it feels like to be famous, I guess, huh? Yeah, I've made it already. I can't I can't top that. This podcast will never make it up there. <laughs> well, now people will know that you're not the real thrower if they listen to this podcast, so it's kind of counterintuitive, I guess. Yeah, now my business opportunity will never work. <laughs> Very true. So we we screwed it. All right, buddy. Well, we've, I, I would like to think that we've become really good friends over the years. If you had to give me one piece of advice, what would that be? Um, never try heroin, man. Is that from experience? I can't say it is, and I can't say it isn't, but never try heroin, my friend. All right. You got to tell me more than <laughs> just why not. No, I'm just kidding. No, I've never tried heroin. For, for those who may know me <laughs> and are listening to this, I've never done drugs in my life, actually, except marijuana, maybe once. Um, but no, the, the, my, my what I always tell people, at least from what I've what I've uh, 
always try to tell people is just to to enjoy life. Um, it was it was it's it's been one of my like mottos, I guess. Is worse life is is so long, but it's also so short. Like and you never know when it's gonna end. So always, just anytime you do something, anytime you're with people, or anytime you uh, you see a family member or a friend. Uh, just kind of let it sink in. Have a enjoy the presence and enjoy the moment because uh, you never know when it's going to be the last moment, either with them or or yours um, in general. So live life, man. That's that's the motto. I love it. Words to live by. Hey, buddy. I really appreciate you, and uh, I hope uh, we cross our paths uh, once again very soon. Yeah, man. You're gonna have to go well, when all this ends. You'll have to come on down here, or maybe it's my turn because you've already made your way down here once. But we'll see each other soon, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get drunk or do some heroin. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> see you, buddy. Right, later, man. Bye. There's a quote by Bill Nye that says, "Everyone you'll ever meet knows something you don't." And today I learned: enjoy the present. Enjoy the moment and don't do heroin. Thanks, Asar.